This is what should be done by one who is skilled in goodness and who knows the path of peace. Let them be able and upright, straightforward and gentle in speech, humble and not conceited, contented and easily satisfied, not busy with duties and frugal in their ways, peaceful and calm and wise and skillful, not proud and demanding in nature. Let them not do the slightest thing that the wise will later reprove, wishing in gladness and in safety, may all beings be happy, whatever living beings there may be, whether they are weak or strong, omitting none, the great or the mighty, medium social, <coughs> the seen and the unseen, those who far away and to born and to be born may all beings be happy let none deceive another or despise any being in any state let none through anger or evil wish harm upon another even as a mother protects with her life her child, her only child, so with the boundless heart, through one radius of living, <coughs> reading kindness over the entire world, spreading outwards to the skies and downwards to the depths, ours and unbounded, free from hatred and evil, whether standing or walking, seated or lying down, free from drowsiness, one should sustain this recollection. This is the <coughs> abiding, not holding to false views, the pure-hearted one, having clarity of vision, being free from all desires, is not born again into this world. Sadu, sadu, sadu. Okay, thank you. Ah, well, very good business. <laughs> okay. What is the role of faith in meditation? Faith. Role of faith. <laughs> we really get what he's trying to ask. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, actually, there's a, 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 you know when you meditate, there's a five spiritual faculties. One of the one of the spiritual faculties is faith. Faith that is a, you, you, first of all, faith is also like the the confidence. You know, the confidence in yourself and also sometimes you start with confidence in the teaching you know but first first of all why you get inspired you know with the teacher and then like some of you you know you get to buddhism and then you listen to some of the teaching you get inspired then you have the faith and the faith that the confidence you know when you have faith that helps you to arouse the energy that's the faith especially the faith in uh, 
many people that have faith in you know in 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 the in the guru in the teacher I think it's good that inspire you I mean but they don't take you that far you know that just only take you you know and you know that yes you get happy inspired but ultimately you have to do the work but that the the faith arouse you know come from your own practice because you start to develop that that the confidence the faith as you see that you know yeah it's really working you know you can see that oh you see now you know uh, when I started to practice I become happier and I have uh, and and some of the things that used to bother me in the past now it doesn't bother me as much or it still bother me you know but it still you know like. Maybe in the past, you know, it bothered you for long times, you know, for many days, you know, or, or weeks, you know. But now it still bothers you. But you know, you already it still bothers you. But you already lessen so much suffering, and you can see. And then when you start to develop more clarity, and and also you start to have the faith, and and the faith itself. Arouse energy, the confidence when you, you when the faith also arouse energy, and also you feel happy. You know when you have a confidence, how do you feel? You feel happy. So happy, the happiness is also energy. So also become you have the energy, and then your mind becomes more alert, isn't it? When when you when you have energy, you alert. When you have no energy, how do you feel? Really down. So then, that give you that you know. Then, then you become you know. The mind becomes more alert, and your mind become alert, and then your mind becomes most easily become still because you can sustain, you can stay, and then when your mind become really still, and that is where you develop more and more clarity, and that is also help too. That is where the 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 the, the wisdom. The wisdom bond of that stillness. When your mind become really still, you have more clarity. When you be used to say, as you see things as they really are, and this is how actually faith helped you. But first of all, you have to have faith in yourself also, because especially you have faith in your own practice, and also it's you know sometimes slowly you develop that faith because. Because you can see that you know, as you as you practice, you be able to see that you know, and oh yes, you know, and 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 for example, you started to see that, you know, even unpleasant feelings arises, and then you know that you know because you observe like this morning, as I said, when you, the mindfulness is like a gatekeeper, you just observe, you are not interfering, so we are not trying to suppress or fight with this. Unpleasant feelings, but you know we just observe, we embrace, we accept, you know how we feel, and then when when we be able to do that, and we can see, you know that actually it was subside by itself. We don't have to do anything. So when you see that actually, oh, actually it's no big deal, you know even these unpleasant feelings is come and go. Then you started to develop the faith, you know that. Yeah, it's you know it won't stay. For example, just give you an example. This is my own experience. The first time when I live in the cave, I was I have so much fear because I never live in the cave the first time, and then it's very simple, you know, the cave, and then that you just like you know they just is 
I don't even have any 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 mattress, nothing. It's just a piece of uh, uh, like a platform, you know. You just put a, a, a few a, a piece of you know a board, you know, and then we have some those very thin, you know, mat, you know. Then I was so fearful the first time, and then I and I started to hear. I feel like someone coming towards me. Then I'm more, more fearful. I feel like someone standing looking at me. You know, I was then I, I I don't dare to turn. I'm facing the wall of the cave. I'm turning. I'm facing that. Then I use the blanket to cover my head. You know, I hold I hold it like that. I this. You know, I just holding. I don't dare to move. At that time, I was so fearful. I said, "What am I going to do? What am I going to do?" And it seems like like a being standing there looking at me. <laughs> and then. And then that moment, I just remember that I, I, I read a sutta, you know, when the Buddha, when he was still a bodhisattva, that he was living in the forest and go through the fear. Then he said, when you have fear, you, if you are walking, you continue to walk. You have standing, you continue to stand. You are lying, then you continue to lie down. So I continue with that posture. I don't move. I stay like this. I holding like this. I stay like this. Okay, this is what the Buddha said. So I just stay, stay with that fear, and the fear go really becomes really very fearful. I can't really, I can't really express how fearful I was, and until that fear that I can tell you, really hit the max, and the moment the fear hit the max, suddenly it just subside, subside, and then subside. I can tell you when it subside, my mind becomes so peaceful. Very calm because that you know then then this is the first insight I learned. I learned that this actually oh eventually anything you know when it hit in the max, it, it will not go keep going up and up. It's to the max. It's bound to subside, and the moment it subside, I was so peaceful. I was incredibly very peaceful, very calm. Then I started to oh, and then actually the fear gone. I don't have the fear anymore. Then I said, "Oh!" Then I turn around. No one, nothing. <laughs> and then because I started to hear, you know, when you're in the cave, we have those water dripping, and then we use bucket to collect, collect those water. So then, you know, different fullness of the bucket. You know, when the drip, the sound drop, it come different. But when you have fear, you will interpret your way. You want to hear what you want to hear. I feel like something like someone. Mm, <laughs> I hear all this song, but actually it just I hear someone that, but actually then when I look around, oh, actually it's just the water dripping. But this is how you know when you're fearful, <laughs> you know you just you know you just imagine you, you interpret you know even just a, 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 the dripping of the water and you can you you hear that oh this is someone making noise, then oh then I get up and walk out and walk I have walk around. Because you know what? Why I I feel like people walking towards me. Actually, it's just you know the wind blow, those leaves. You know, it's rustling sound. It's just you know, but but you know how when you're fearful, I think there's someone walking towards me. Yeah, it was very peaceful. And since then, it truly helped me a lot. That actually, whenever fear arises, you know, actually. I know that it's going to subside, 
because I started to develop the confidence, the faith, because that I can, because through my own experience, I know that the fear won't stay. You know, the fear won't stay. It, it, will, it will stop by itself when it hit the maximum point. So because i gone through that, then after that, I have less fearful. You know, some, and then after that, when, when I was in, in Thailand, the place, the, 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 the area that I live, you know, you, know, you just live in the Kuti that actually, basically, it's just like you have four walls and then you have, don't have windows, but you have to open up the walls. And basically, you know, you just sleep like, you know, like on a platform. And even, even when rains, when sometimes heavy rains, you feel that you're, you're, even your toe like shower, you know. And if someone, someone standing can pull your leg, someone standing outside there. But because you've gone through that and then you become very peaceful and calm, actually when you're peaceful and calm, you're pretty fearless. You don't, don't feel, you don't have the fear. I remember you have, and then even the kutis, even, the, I, have, I have this, this even, even snakes come into <laughs> my, my, my kuti and things like that. I don't know why somehow I don't have the fear. And I remember there was, there was a lady, you know, staying another kuti. And then she has this, I think that is, is a little bit, is black and a little bit yellow. And this, I think not such a, it's not a, I think it's not a really quite baby, like this, this long, you know. And he was around the Buddha Rupa of that, that lady who's saying the Kuti. And then the lady so scared and told me, I can't go in and sleep. That is, you know, the, 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 the stick is there. So then how to, how, how to remove it? Then I said, yeah, okay, I don't know. That moment, I don't really, really think of anything. I'm pretty fearless. And then I said, okay, I remove it from you. And then she gave me the candle. I said, hey, too short. <laughs> too short. I said, how to remove? I can give me a longer stick, you know. Then she gave me a longer stick. I just take the, 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 the snake, you know, and then I throw it outside. But actually, when I do it, actually, I was doing it with like kindness, like, you know, I have, I'm not harming you. And somehow, you know, that, that, it seems like the snakes also, they know that you, you, you're not harming them. And they didn't attack me, I just, you know, slowly and put it there. And they said, this is how you, you actually, from, it's important that you have the faith in yourself, you know. And if you don't have the confidence in yourself, so it's, you, you don't think that it's possible for you to practice and get enlightened. So what's the point of practicing? You know, some, sometimes people have no faith in themselves. They think that only those special beings, or they are special, they can get enlightened, but not me. Then, then you, you, know, you will not have the, you know, you, you will not have that, you know, encouragement, you know, and, and you want to practice, isn't it? Anyway, why practice? You're not going to, you know, we are not going to get enlightened. And also, faith also helps you, you know, to arouse that, that energy and, uh, and also give you, give you, you feel happy. When you have confidence in yourself, you feel happy. So they said, it's, it's actually faith itself is part of, uh, uh, is one of the spiritual faculties. So there's the five that is faith, uh, and right effort, you know, energy, you know, uh, stillness, and then, uh, what is that? Uh, uh, mindfulness 
and wisdom. So, the, and this is the five spiritual faculties. So the first one, when you have faith, you need to have this, you have energy. And then, then when you have this energy, you know, you have, when you have, you have the faith, you have energy, your mind is more alert. Then this is how your, your mindfulness is strong. Then you become mind, your mind becomes really, really still, you're happy, and then your mind becomes still. And then there's you have your, 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 your wisdom. And this is the five spiritual faculties. And they said faith is one of those. They said this is the, the faith actually is, is quite important in meditation because that is help to the arouse energy. So, is that answer your questions? I hope so. <laughs> Dear Ajahn Hasapanya, please let us know the difference between Samadha and Vipassana meditation method. Okay. Samadha is um, stillness, you know, you're, you'll be able to, to, to focus, to stay. And then Vipassana is more like, you know, when we, they talk about it's like insight. But this insight is, uh, is not those, you know, you, you, you need to have insight, you know, in order to become still. Like the Buddha, like the Buddha said, like the, it mentioned in, in, in this Dhammapada, he said, no wisdom without insight, no insight without wisdom. So when we say insight, but this insight is a small insight, it's not the, 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 the deep insight that you, 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 you the enlightenment type of insight. So you have to, a bit of understanding, you know, that you have to be a bit of understanding, a small insight in order to accomplish stillness. So because, for example, when we understand that, you know, when we have, you develop a bit of clarity, you understand, you see that, oh, you know, your mind becomes, you know, and you know that all these unwholesome thoughts and all these, you know, you won't, you, that you don't follow those thoughts. You, 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 you have the understanding that all this coming and going, you don't get sucked into it. This is this type of insight, like I told you, the insight that I have, I understand the sphere. The kind, the kind of insight is still not the big insight yet. But you still have that. You, you need to have the understanding, the insight. So that's why because you have the understanding insight, and then you are not easily get you know, you know, drawn into you know, follow your trends of thoughts, you know, and get overwhelmed by your emotion. That is helped you to. To develop that stillness, you become still. So then, when your your, your mind becomes completely still, then you your your mind becomes completely still. You see things as they truly are, because the all the, the five interests is not there, and that you be able to gain the deep insight. That is the the the, the enlightenment liberation. So that's like. Actually, you, it's just like both sides of the coin. You, you, can't, you can't have one without another. And some people say, pure vipassana. There's, actually, actually you, you, have to have, you, you have to have one another because you have to have the stillness and you have to have the, 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 the wisdom. Actually, it's that both accomplish each other. So that is 
you, you can't say you can't say I have this, I don't have this. You know, then you you have to have the insight, you have the understanding. You know, insight that the insight is also come from the clarity, and then you need to have this the stillness. Your mind have to be peaceful and calm. You know, and this is how is is actually two sides of a coin. You can't say that you have one, you don't have another. So. So, because without without inside your mind very difficult you, you cannot become stale and just with and then the student is help to with your develop your 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 your, your mindfulness your 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 insight you know that you have more understanding actually they both you know that accomplish each others so you need to have a small insight in order in order to, to achieve the, the big insight. So it's just like the whole part of practice, you start with insight, you end with insight, but from a small insight to a, a deep insight that the liberation. So I hope this <laughs> answer your question. What will be the three top Tips you would give to a new meditators. Okay, three top tips. First of all, don't try too hard. Just try to relax first, and don't try to don't try to control. Don't try to uh, don't try to uh, force yourself to meditate. And I can tell you, the harder you try, the worse. So first of all, relax first, and don't try to force yourself to sit long time. And you'll be in agony. You will not. You ended up. You don't like to sit. So it's okay. Relax and keep it simple. Keep it simple. Yeah. Just relax, and then start with your start with the. You don't try to force, and then it's always good to start with a causal object. So if you find that you know that start with the breath is difficult for you. So you start to do some body scanning first. So that's why it's always good that just, you know, a gradual training, train your mind gradually. So not to use, first of all, try to relax and not to use willpower to force yourself to focus. Actually, it will be counterproductive. The harder you try, the worse. So just relax. Okay. I jump from right there, relax to the max, okay? Relax to the max. <laughs> so that's right, relax first, you know. And and then and then when you relax, actually when you relax, naturally how do you feel? You become your body and mind become you know, you calm down, isn't it? When you relax. It's just naturally. But a lot of people think that I meditate and they try to do meditation and they try to force themselves, they try to focus on the meditation object, you know, focus on the breath. And then the harder you try, the worse. So not try to control, not try to not try too hard. Just take it easy, you know. Just take it easy and just relax. And it is naturally, you know, the peace and calm come naturally. You cannot make the peace and calm happen. It will not happen. You know, it will come. It's a cause and effect. You have to put in the causes. So that's why sometimes you, you just have to investigate when you're not peaceful, you're not calm. Then if you are busy, you know, then you don't expect that, you know, 
you'll be able to sit down and then you'll be able to focus. Then, you know, you do something else, you know, just relax, have a cup of tea, relax, you know, then slowly, you know, sit on your cushion and then spend a bit of time, you know, to establish your present moment awareness before you go into your, 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 your either breath meditation or you can, you can start your body scanning. So spend a bit of time. I, I find most people don't spend enough time to establish present moment awareness. Even the Buddha said, you know, to practice anapanasati, you have to establish your present moment awareness. But I think most people don't establish, you know, they don't spend enough time to establish present moment awareness. And then straight away, they try to, you know, focus on, on the, uh, focus on the breath, you know, the meditation object. And then, and then they think, that, oh, why I can't focus? And then the, the harder they try to, the, 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 it getting worse, it's counterproductive. So first of all, relax, spend a bit more time on, to establish your present moment awareness. Then slowly, you can, you, you can start from a causal object. Don't have to, you don't have to start with the breakfast. You can do your body, body scanning. Because body, if you go with you, you if you if you observe your body, set a feeling and sensation, the bodily feeling and sensation. Actually, this is a causal object, so it's good to to develop your mindfulness through a causal object, then to a more refined object. Because breath is a more refined object, so just to remember these three things, okay? Just relax. So don't try to don't. Some people ask me, is it that you 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 meditate better or you get get enlightened faster if you sit full lotus? No, don't try to sit full lotus. Just you know, the uh, both find a most comfort, comfortable posture and just relax and spend a bit more time to establish your present moment awareness and then start with a causal object then only to a more refined object, okay? If you always at present moment, when will we, when, when, when will we do thinking of things or ideas? Okay. Sometimes when we talk about present moment, people think that, oh, you, 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 you do nothing, oh, I have to work, I have to plan, you know. Present moment, when, you're, when we say about present moment, that when you're right here doing plan, it doesn't mean that your present moment, you, 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 you cannot plan. You can plan. So this moment, you're planning your trip to Thailand or to Bali, you're fully here, you plan. But the problem is, we always, you know, uh, we never end, you know, and and, and sometimes, uh, you know, we we we, start, we always we always worry about the future. So we when we start planning, okay, we start finish planning, we put it aside. But normally, when we start planning, we we start to after we plan, we have plan A, then we start to worry about. That is a, then your mind start to go to the future, you know, or worrying about what if my plan doesn't work. Ah, then you start to think about plan B. And after you finish your plan B, oh, what if my plan B doesn't work? 
that is never end. And this sometimes doesn't mean that present means that when you're doing this, you're fully here. You're not doing something else, you know, you're fully here. But most people, they, you know, they're, doing, they're here and then halfway, the mind, uh, one little thought, you know, pops up. And then they, oh, they get lost in their thoughts. And then go on and on. And then they come back again. You know, and sometimes, sometimes they even get lost in thoughts for a long time without knowing. So present means one thing at a time. So what you do, you fully hear. Give it all, you got 100%. Stay with what you are doing. It's not that you cannot plan. Actually, it's more efficient when you do things that way. So when, and sometimes people think that uh, doing nothing, that means it's physically doing nothing. It's not about doing, when we said doing nothing, it's not physically doing nothing. Sometimes you can sit there, you know, doing nothing, but your mind is very busy, you've gone to Siberia and don't even know how you get there. You get lost in your, your, your thoughts oh, again and again, you know. And, and, and being present means that you, whatever you do, you're fully here. When you're eating, you're fully aware of, you know, even the, the food that you eat. I remember... Some, someone said to me, you know, we, 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 uh, 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 many years ago, and someone said, oh, you know, that's the, the foot goes off, you know, it, you know, you have to trade away. And then one lady that's staying in a monastery, he said, oh, I didn't know, because I only focus on chewing, 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 without knowing the foot. <laughs> but actually, you're not aware, you're not present, isn't it? It doesn't mean that doesn't mean that, you know, you're present, then you stop, you don't do anything. It's not about that, you know. So whatever, even when you're chewing, you're fully aware, you know, you, because you don't just focus on, you know, you just focus on chewing, but you're not knowing. But you know that, oh, yes, you know, oh, yes, you're aware of that, you know, you're aware of uh, the, your, 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 the food that you eat, you know. And I remember there is another example, like people thinking that practice mindfulness, you know, that you have to, you have to be very slow, you know, that I'm practice mindfulness. Now I'm walking, walking, walking. So I'm walking, walking, walking. My hand is going up. <laughs> Actually, you are not really mindful. You, you, you know, you just, you, you know, actually you, you just try to, try to concentrate, you know, and that is not, you're not really mindful. And, and, and very funny, this, this guy, he's so mindful, he walked very slow, he's mindful, move, walking, and then he, his, his hand, you know, out, and then he pick up the cup, you know, very mindfully pick up the cup, and then he, 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 he pour water into his, his, his mug, you know, very mindfully. Ah, so mindful. And then certainly he realized it's not his cup. <laughs> it's no good, isn't it? You're not really aware. You're not really present. And sometimes, some, a lot of people think that you're not concentrated. Actually, it's just like yesterday I said that your mind is clear. You just, you, you, you completely, you, you have all, you have the clarity. You have, uh, you completely, you see all the details. But your, your mind is not like, you know, you know, wander off to the past, carry the guilt, and then worrying about the future. And that we, when we say present, whatever you do, you are fully here. But how many of us be able to do that, isn't it? Can't sustain long. Even sometimes chanting also, your mind goes a bit, you come back again, you know? <laughs> 
but it's very quick. And that is that is what we said present that like you you know, you stay present, but sometimes it's okay. If you, as long as you know that your mind wander off, and then you come back again, at least you, 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 you're aware of that. You know, it's still be present. Doesn't mean that you've been present, then you, 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 you can't do anything. It's just, you know, not do it, you know, and not physically doing anything. You still can plan. You still can, you know, of course you have to do that. Even, even you want to come and come for this, we end retreat. You have to do booking. You cannot just turn up like that. There's no place for you. Sorry, you know, isn't it? You have to, and then you have to plan your holidays. You have to plan, you know, to come, isn't it? You have to do that. This means that you you being present uh, when we say present moment awareness. Doesn't mean that you don't do anything. You know, whatever you do, when you're walking, you're fully walking. When you're eating, you're fully eating. So, so, so simple. So just remember that whenever you do, you just fully here, fully doing what you are doing. It's not that you can't do anything, you can't think. Of course, sometimes we need to think. <laughs> you know, it's not all thinking is bad. You know, if, it, if like some people think, that, oh, we shouldn't have desires. If you don't have desires, you know, uh, you know, you, you will suck today. You know, you're hungry, you need to eat. You know, you have desires, you need to go to the toilet. You have the desires to go to the toilet. It's not all desires that have the karmic consequences. Like you hungry, you need to eat, isn't it? And you need to go to the toilet. So it's not all thinking. It's, it's not that you shouldn't think. It's not all thinking is bad. Okay? My daughter has autism and ADHD. I would like to help her with her anxieties and depression and have suggested meditation. She said that she cannot sit still. Do you have any guidance that I could uh, offer to her to, to help. I think this is more, it's better to, to, to get a pro- professional's help than, you know, because I know lots of people think that, you know, oh, meditation, you know, I, 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 I even heard some people, oh, meditation, you know, so if you have anxiety, you depressed, oh, meditation will help. So the stop medication, don't take. I said, no, no, no. Please don't stop your medication, you know. And, and, and sometimes you do need, you know. We, I know some, some, some people that they do have ADHD and they meditate, but you still, have, you still need medication. So I know some, someone that, that, and it's really help. If you, you, first of all, you have to seek um, um, professionals' help. You know, and then whether she need medication, I don't know how old she is, but I know that someone have this ADHD, the person need to have some medication. Actually, it does help to calm because you need to have, have medication. So it's good for me is that you get the advice from professional. I'm not the professional. I don't want to, I can't give any advice, okay? How do I get um, a whole of uh, recipes for the beautiful food that has been made? <laughs> oh, I don't know. So ask, ask the caretaker. Caretaker, give uh, re- retreat. Uh, no, uh, retreat manager. So you 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 get the recipe for the, <laughs> the delicious food. Okay. 
Dia ajar hasapannya How did you become a nun? What is the hardest thing to do for a nun? It is exorcism Okay So how did I become a nun? Actually, to be honest I, I don't really have the idea of being a nun I, I don't have the idea I want to become a nun. It's just like naturally that when I spend more time meditation and I stay in the monastery, and then this naturally I think, okay, this is the life I want to live, you know. Since I have to live until I die, so which kind of lifestyle? So then because I, I do enjoy the monastic lifestyle. And I, I have lots of passion. I just enjoy, you know, living this lifestyle. It's not that I want to become a nun. It's just that I, 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 I enjoy this kind of lifestyle. Then I become a nun, okay? So, what, what is the hardest thing to do for a nun? So, hardest thing to do for a nun, uh, people think that, oh, I'm inspired to become a nun. The hardest thing is that you live in a monastery, you have to live with people, whether you like it or not, they come from different backgrounds, you have to put up with each other. <laughs> Even some, the person always press a button, drive you crazy, you know, but you still have to, you know, you, you, you can't choose that, you know, you have to live with someone. Like when you're a lay person, you can just get away, you know. So you, you know you, you can just choose not to not not to not to, not to come out not to, not to deal with the person, but in the monastery, whether you like it or not, even the person drive you up to the wall. <laughs> you still have to. Actually, this is good. Actually, it's helped you to actually. Actually, this kind of lifestyle. Actually, you let go a lot. If you, you learn to let go, if you don't let go. Actually, you suffer. You learn to you learn to accept the person as the person is. And then I remember we, when I first, you know, I was thinking, oh, I have to, I have to put up with this, you know, these people. Then actually, you think about it, they also have to put up with us, isn't it? So we think that we have to put up with them, but they also have to put up with us. So actually, the moment when I think of that, actually, oh. I feel okay. Actually, actually, I think that I have to put up with others. And others have to put up with me, and that's that. And also, being an and and being a nun. Actually, people think that oh, we are these monks and nuns that just being lazy. They don't want to work. I can tell you, monks, nuns, their their work is the inner work. <laughs> inner work is harder than hard. You know, you have to face yourself. You know, but. Because outside you can you, you have lots of distraction you can do you know you, you can get distraction you, you have this escape road but as a nun you have nowhere to run you've been forced <laughs> whether you like it or not you have to force to look at yourself you have to force to deal with your emotion you have nowhere to to to, to dis distract yourself and it's uh, inner work is really hard you know that is not easy it's not. Physical work, actually physical work is easier than the inner work. That's why people think that monks and nuns, they are just being lazy, don't want to work. But monks and nuns, the monastic, they are working on their own, the inner work. So the Buddha said, inner work is harder than hard. So it's, it's, it's hard. So is this exorcism? No. 
So how do I meditate with loud ringing in my my ears? Okay. So I think first of all, if you have this loud ringing in your in, in your ears, first of all, you have to sit doc, uh, see doctor first. Why you have this? You know. <laughs> uh, first of all, please see doctor. Sit, uh, ask the doctor's advice. You know, see what happened. If it, that is a maybe that is a, the, the imbalance. You know. So please see doctor first. Okay. Why are there teddy bears in the meditation hall? Oh, because some people like to hug the teddy bear. So this is, and yeah, but I don't know. Um, um, yeah, I'm not a teddy bear person anyway. <laughs> yeah, hey, there's not. This is not teddy bear. This is not teddy bear. Yeah, because some people feel, you know, they want to hug something, you know, they feel good, you know. Oh. I think this is all. So after your profound talk this morning, thank you, started to notice how much nervous uh, 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 tension in my stomach and it's actually very painful. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. Okay, thank you. My pleasure. I keep getting distracted by sexual talks. What monks, uh, do monks have sex now? <laughs> if you have sex, that is a defeat offense. You're no longer a monk, you know, you, um, or no longer a monk or nuns. So, this is the, we can't have sex. The monks and nuns cannot have sex. If you have sex, you're no longer a monk. So, it's a defeat offense. So, no longer, even for the, this life, you know, you can no longer become a bhikkhu, okay? It's a serious offense. So if you have this or this, this uh, uh, distraction of this, so please don't consider to become a monk. <laughs> Working in aged care, where some individuals have advanced uh, dementia, myself and other carers will often uh, lie or need to use some form of uh, manipulation to convince them to accept our help. Example, when they ask about the deceased uh, partner, I will say, oh, they are working late tonight to avoid distress. Is this breaking the five precepts? And yeah, sometimes that because they can't understand. If you tell them, you know, it's not, you know. And yeah, I think I, it's, I, I it's very difficult. It's a very difficult to say that whether you are breaking or not breaking. I think it's always come from your heart, you know, that whether you have the intention to lie. I think that is a, your intention is important. So if your intention come from you know kindness, compassion, you know, because you know life, life, you know, sometimes like we don't have easy solution. I remember when I was one year, uh, we have this we have celebration at um, Dharma Loka. And then we talk about like, you know, like how to practice, you know, like especially the first precept, not harming living beings. And then, and then uh, one, one, one person said that, you know, 
it's very difficult because when 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 his first dog having uh, uh, the terminal illness having cancer, and they decided to put down his dog. Then after that, he didn't feel right. Oh, I, I shouldn't have do that, you know, put down my dog because he didn't want his dog to suffer. So then, then, then his second dog, then he also, then he decided, okay, this time, you know, I'm not going to put, put my dog down. But then, then he see his dog suffer so much, you know, because of the, of the terminal illness. So then he asked, what, what is the solution? Then I told him, I said, the, as long as you're in the sangsara, there's no easy solution. We cannot avoid, to some extent, to live on the expense of others. Like, for example, when we do building, to some extent, but we can only do our best to reduce, you know, to reduce, you know, the damage, you know, as much as we could. That the most important that your intention is that. That is very the most important. Whether you have the intention, like even for for us, like like when our, like our our rules, like you know, the first thing you know, whether we are we are breaking the rules, you know, where first of all you have to have the intention to do it, and then the person who doing it. And then you have to complete the action, and then, 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 and the person also, because of the action, cause harm to the person. The person eventually because your 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 intention. But if if the the five the five five things is not there, then actually, then is not killing. For example, you, you first of all you have to have this person, the person, and then the object the intention and in fact you carry out the action and the, the result of the action the person die and that is the food is complete so that's why first of all whether you have the intention you know so that's why I say you know it's difficult I say you know that is like for example we, we, we have termite problem in our monastery then there's, we ended up. We just have to, you know. There's no, no choice, you know. We have to. We have to. We have to. We have to ask a pest control company to, to, you know. I said, do whatever you need to do, you know. What can I do, you know? And sometimes it's it's very difficult. So that the only way that you know that 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 you don't have to deal with this is not to be reborn. This is part of being in the sangsara. There's no easy. So the only way you, the only way is to, to get out is not to be reborn. When you're in the sansara, to some extent, that's why sometimes we always go back to our intention, and also our our intention, and also sometimes we can only do our best, and this is part of life. Sometimes inevitably. How to overcome physical pain during meditation? Okay. <clears throat> Sometimes the physical, sometimes the physical pain, actually sometimes partly mental and sometimes maybe is uh, your physical. But if you have really physical pain, don't force yourself to sit long time. And but sometimes the the pain is caused by is more mental, and actually yes and. and Meditation actually itself it does help. I, I just give I just share with you my, my sister, one of my sister. She used to have a lot of pain in on her, her knee. 
but and then but because her her, her she can she can really focus really well and then she, pain becomes her meditation object so she's she focus on pain so her pain becomes but it's difficult not everybody can do that i think maybe she just maybe it's just her karmic inheritance maybe in her previous life she practiced and actually she focus on pain and she get very deep and the in the in the even to the the limita stage and then and then and then after after a while you know she used to 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 use pain pain as his meditation object then after that and then over a period of time and then she don't have pain <laughs> then she don't know how to focus she said am i going to focus because she have to focus on the because the pain is a, her, her meditation object so but that is a quite difficult i don't really encourage it because unless you be able to because mostly you get involved it's very difficult you know especially with bodily pain so first of all you have to see if that is your your physical you have certain you know illness then you just have to see if you can't sit on the floor or you can't sit on you, you just try to sit on the chair and you just you know uh, and 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 don't push don't try to push yourself i know we have someone that 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 push themselves put himself to sit <laughs> and then he ended up have to go to hospital for the knee operation so don't do that you know <laughs> yeah so and i remember sometimes that the 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 pain come from actually mental i remember this is my first 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 retreat that i did and it was the first retreat i did that really intensive very intensive and you are not allowed to sit on the chair and it's only walk sit and walk walk you know walking meditation sitting walking sitting walking sitting walking and then can't even sit on the chair and then you get up you start you get up 3:30 you start 4 o'clock you start to practice and then 6:30 you breakfast you come back you practice and then 11 you know that 11 o'clock you have uh, your, your your meal and then you quickly you know they give you only an hour you know break you know then you quickly you know to 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 to, to have shower and do whatever you know and you come back again come to the third day my was so painful my whole body is so painful i can't really I can't I can't I can't I when I sit when I I try to sit down I was so painful I you know how many cushions I take I took five cushion two here <laughs> two here and then one here one here and then and then one here I still pa- very painful very painful then since I can't sit so what can I do so I I try to do walking meditation but I can't walk. I was so tired, and my my leg. I can't even lift my leg. It's so heavy. I can't even lift my leg. And then that time, I just, I was, I was really, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was burst into tears. I was thinking, what am I going to do? I can't sit. I can't walk. And I don't dare to go back and lie down to sleep because <laughs> you're not allowed to. And then, then that that moment, I was I I was reg- I regretted that I shouldn't have told everybody that I'm going for a retreat. 
then because now if I halfway put out, then it's so embarrassed that everybody know that I didn't make it, you know. <laughs> then I was like, oh, I shouldn't have told people that I go for a retreat. You know? Now the whole world know that I'm going on retreat. Now I halfway come out, halfway <laughs> put out. Oh, then that time I was really in tears. And then I was, and then that moment I was thinking, okay, I just never mind. Just let the pain take my life. If I die of pain, fine. Actually, that letting go happen, you know. So actually, I pull all the cushion out and I just sit on the floor. No mat. Surprisingly, the moment I, you know, the letting go, I just let go. When I sit down, the pain gone. (laughs) No pain. No pain. And then, it's just like magic, you know, it's gone. Then I sit down, was so peaceful and so calm. I don't know how long I sat, you know, very peaceful, very calm. Then after that retreat, you know, and I can tell you, it, so, so happy. It's really in bliss, you know, so happy. Actually, it lasts a few days, even after I, after end of the retreat, when I go back. Ah, oh, so happy. It's really full of joy. And the people that used to upset me, that they, they look so, they look much better, you know. <laughs> I tell you, when you're in good mood, you know, everything is good, you know. Tastes good. And then people also, everybody looks good, you know. Those people used to upset you. So, oh, they don't look, you know, they, they look much better. Actually, even last for a few days, you have that in that so much joy and happiness. So sometimes, also, the more we, the more we reject the pain, the more we do on the pain. Actually, you reinforce that. Actually, sometimes our how how powerful our mind that we actually the mind create that pain. You know, that's why sometimes it's, then I realize that this is is not physical. This is mental. Because I I know that I know that the pain I create the pain. When I started to took five cushions, I realized that because I already have in mind that, you know, I can't bear the pain and take all this cushion with me. And that already, I already have that resentment towards the pain. And that caused me more pain because of resentment. So then pain, actually, you can do, you know, sometimes a bit of metta towards your pain, you know, towards your body. It says this old body, you know, you know, it's okay. I still love you. Pain, you know. Give a bit, say a bit, a, a meta towards your pain, you know. That it just, you know, and 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 sometimes it, it does work. It does work because when you when you when you have meta, when you accept your pain, actually, you lessen your pain. The more you the more you try to fight, the more you try you, that you resent, you be resent, you know, that res- you have that resentment towards your pain, actually you reinforce and become more painful. And that's like uh, some that's why sometimes they have to 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 see whether it's come from mental or come from physical. Sometimes it's both. Sometimes they have a bit of physical physical pain, the more you think about it, <laughs> the more it's become more, more painful, you know, because you reinforce that. Actually, it's both, you know, sometimes because of the physical pain and then mentally you worry about it, you're thinking about it, and the more you, you, the more you do on the pain, the more painful you feel. And, and that is like both, you know. But if truly you have problem, 
leave your body the pain. First of all, you you have to you you have to uh, see doctor. Okay, <laughs> professional helpers. So then you just have to you just have to try to adjust how how can you you know maybe if you can't sit on the floor you sit on the chair, or uh, and then some people just can't sit too long. So you, if you can't sit too long, you just stand up to walk. I, I know uh, I, when I was in Thailand, one of the monks, he's a very senior monk, I don't mention his name, and he told me that when he was, uh, when he was a young monk, he can't sit much when he was, he's full of energy. He walked seven hours, he said. <laughs> he keep walking, walking, you know, walking. And actually, it's also helped you to, to build up, to develop your, your build up your, your your, your mindfulness through walking meditation. Only later when he slowly, after a few years, then slowly he be able to sit. He said when he was a young man, he can't sit at all, hardly sit, he can't sit. So he said he spent lots of time doing walking meditation. He, he walks seven, eight hours a day, walking meditation. So it's okay, if you find that you can't sit long, just get up to walk. And don't, please don't force your body. Don't, I hope this answers your question. So, okay, during meditation, I have vision. There are color and range from landscape, people, situations, explosion. I have not been in any of the landscape or meet the people I see. The vision lasts for one to four seconds. Then, um, quickly disappear. Then I just see black again. Is this one of the stitches that you mentioned? We we call this like a more like a a a, a, a nimitta. You know, like some people have nimitta with the picture, but normally we we don't encourage people because because when you have this picture, you get you know, it's normally the nimitta like light. Then normally we we said you you. Focus you focus on the light, and this is the reflection of your mind. When your mind becomes peaceful, like sometimes when your mind, some people, I remember early days when I first meditate, I, I used to have a very nice peppermint smell. I smell that. So my nimitta is more on the smell, but normally I don't focus on that. Then after that, it disappears. So these different people, they have different, we call it the reflection of the mind, we call it a nimitta. I know some people like a picture, you know, and some I and 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 and, and it's just it's just okay. It it just lasts for one to four seconds, then quickly disappear. Then I just say, and then and black again. And this is one of the. It's not. It's just not quite stages when sometimes your mind become peaceful and calm, and that is a reflection of your mind. is contemplation. Contemplation is more like, um, it's not, contemplation is th- different from thinking. It's just like, it's just like, it's, a, it's like a more deep, you know, um, what to call it, um, how to explain? It's, it's like, because contemplation is just like, uh, it's not something that you, you, you it's not 
thinking. But when your mind becomes peaceful and calm, and that is a is a more deeper level of that 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 how to, uh, uh? It's more a reflection. You see, you reflection, you reflect on things that you know. For example, when you're peaceful, you say, "Oh, you know." And then, for example, for example, when I have that, when I have that experience with the with the fear, then after that, when I reflect and contemplate of that, when I contemplate on that, and I realize that, oh, actually, no big deal, and then. This uh, 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 fear, it comes and goes, and when it hit, when it hits to the max, and it subsides, and that is that you have the understanding also. It's not something that you know. It's not the kind of thinking you keep worrying about things. Is not, but it's more you. You have the bit of insight, you know, that reflection, that insight. But it's not the big insight. It's like, but for for when I do the contemplation, that I I have that small insight. That at least I understand that that things don't stay forever. So when it reach the maximum, it bound to subside. So you can only do that when when you are, when when your mind is peaceful and calm. For example. When you do contemplation, for example, like like someone someone used to to to, to upset you, you know, or said nasty things to you, and then then like 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 I I told you I told you this uh this this morning uh, this morning you know that lady because he used when he used to use that you know to to reflect you know the reflection on on not not watering. The weeds watered the plant, so and this is like a reflection. You know, you reflect. Okay, oh, why, why I want to, why I want to pick up all this, you know, these things that is unhappy. You know, why I want to water the the weeds. You know, this is something is not useful for me. It's only cost me more suffering. Why don't I just focus on things that is bring me happiness and things that you know, and and this is also reflection, contemplation. So. That's right, and this lady that I mentioned this morning, that she she used this, you know, to help her when when she got when she was angry. So maybe at the beginning it works, you know, when someone upset her, and she will remind herself, you know, because it's oh, this is what Ajahn Brahm said. Don't water, don't water. She remind herself like don't water the plants, don't water the weeds, water the plant, and then she. She did that, but after that, you know, each time when she get angry, she said, she keep telling herself, "What? Don't water the weeds after the plant." And then it becomes like she using this to suppress. So that's especially when you're very angry, it's quite difficult. So that's why I always, I always encourage people that if you want to contemplate, reflect, you want to do reflection, it's good that when your mind become relatively peaceful. And calm, but not when you're emotional. When you're emotional, like this lady becomes like she using this to suppress her emotion, and then she ended up that she's just building up her her anger, and she she explode. <laughs> so, <clears throat> how long was it before you noticed your mind become more peaceful and less reactive? At the beginning, how frequent were you meditating? 
actually you you can't really fix a time. You know, each time you know it depends on what gone before. Sometimes the meditation actually the preparation. You know, that before you sit on your cushion and. That's why it's not only you sitting on the cushion, how you live your life, and that is also part of it. For example, you know, and, and also your, when your mind becomes peace, more peaceful and less reactive, actually it's, it's, that is not a fix, you know, it's, it's, it's case, individual is different, you know, individual is different. Also sometimes depends on your mind state. If you, are, if you are really busy, you know, then it takes longer time. You know, it's just like when your mind is busy, you know, when your mind is very busy. So you, you can't stop your mind. It's just like, uh, like I, I give the, like the, the simile, like uh, vehicles travel 120 kilometers per hour. You try to make it stop, you can't. So you have to have a bit of transition period. You have to slow down first. So actually it also depends on each time. You know, and how long it takes is also varies. You know, with individual, and what went before before you you start to meditate. There is not a a fixed time that you know. Oh, oh, you meditate. Okay, you take fifteen minutes. Like some people very skilled. Like for example, some people very skilled in the meditation. There's the that they're very quick. You know, but some people take longer. So that's why I, I can't. I can't really tell you how how long. You know, and then and then at the beginning, how frequent were you meditate? Oh, when I was lay person and I'm working. Actually, I I normally I normally meditate uh, in the evening, especially evening when like. Uh, like my family, they they gone to bed, <laughs> so that's a quiet time, and I get up very early. I normally get up about the, uh, normally I get up at uh, four o'clock. So normally I meditate for two hours. Then after that, I will you know I I prepare and cook something. I will go and offer to the monks, and I go to work, and then 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 uh, yeah, basically uh, I maintain about four hours per day. So then, when I was a junior, early days, when I was a, 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 when I was in Thailand, or I meditated more, almost like about, you know, I sleep very little, and about at least sometimes from seven hours to nine hours. So at the beginning, I, I yeah, I, I maintain normally the four hours, like morning two hours, evening two hours. Can meditation help me overcome fear of death? Yes, it can help you when your mind becomes peaceful and calm, you're pretty fearless. But you don't meditate to overcome fear of death, okay? It doesn't work that way. If you come like for example, like my like one of like my sister, she had migraine headache. And then after she meditated, actually it's really helped her. She no longer needed to, to take painkiller. She didn't meditate because of she had migraine. She want to, she oh, she want to you know she she didn't meditate because of she want to get rid of her migraine headache. She she didn't come with that intention. But it's just only the results of the 
meditation is help her with her illness. But if you come with that, that you know, I'm going to meditate and meditation help me overcome the fear of that and doesn't work that way. So, yes, you know, it, it, meditation, you know, you have to overcome fear of that. Man, you becomes very peaceful and calm. Actually, you are pretty fearless because you are, we are very calm, peaceful and calm. But, but if you come with the intention, thinking that meditation is going to help you to overcome, it doesn't work that way, okay? Why do people annoy me by moving around, fidgeting, walking, making noise, talking, <laughs> etc. <laughs> so okay. So just just remind yourself, like like Achancha said, like Achancha said, it's not the noise disturb you. You disturb the noise. Your mind is going out. Yeah. And if you find that it, that disturb you, maybe you just uh, go back and you, you you go back and sit in your your room, you know, and to have compassion towards others, you know. Then you remind yourself, oh, thank you, thank you for annoying me, and thank you giving me the opportunity to forgive you for being annoying, you know. <laughs> thank you for that. I remember I, you know, uh, when when the moment I get to like I, like I have I have one of my friends that used, used she used to drive me crazy you know like I really want, want to pull my hair you know then then I remember once we we said she's also really annoyed me and I was so agitated and so irritated at her then then. Actually, we said that we we going out tomorrow. You know, we we going uh, we going shopping. We gonna get something. Then then because she upset me, I was so annoyed. Then I was thinking, I'm not going to go out with her. She really annoyed me. So then then I was thinking, I'm going to tell her that I'm not going tomorrow. So on my way going to her place, actually deep down I know it's come from my ego. That I'm not going to review, you know. Then, but then, I I struggling, you know. That no, no, no. I'm not going with her. I'm not going to go go with her. But deep down, I know that it's come from my ego. That you know. Then, then I like on the way that the mind just struggling, you know. That I'm going to tell her. I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm not going to go with her and things like that, you know. And cannot let go because of the sense of self, your ego. But and then, but I know that you know that I have to I have to learn to let it go, you know, not to hold on to that. But then, by the time I keep struggling, by the time actually when I reach her place, you know what did I say? Oh, I said I ask for forgiveness. <laughs> I'm not asking for forgiveness, you know. <laughs> and that I think, and then the moment and I said that to her, you know, I'm sorry that you know that we have this argument. So and then I might upset you, or I don't know. Before that, I was so angry, you know. But I was, I did when I arrived there. I said I asked for forgiveness. I was. I tell you how do I feel the moment and I do that, 
I feel such a relief. That kind of free, you know, I feel like liberation, you know, that moment, you know, I feel so enlightened, you know, like, ha, oh, you know. But because the sense of self you hold on to, like, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give in, I'm going to fight, you know. Then actually the moment then, actually I deep down, I know this is come from my ego, but then I still can't let it go. Then, and then on my way, it's luckily that I have a bit of time, you know, <laughs> that I struggle. Then when I reach there, I, I asked for, I, I apologized, I said sorry, you know, we argue and things like that, ask for forgiveness. Then actually I find that it's a benefit myself. It's a, I benefit from that, like letting go of the sense of self, letting go of that, that, that ego. And I find it so, actually it's really, you feel really good. I can tell you, I can't really, I can't really express that the, 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 the bliss, the happiness when I let go of that, my ego, you know, the sense of self that, you know, to, 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 to fight, you know, the, that sometimes it's a giving, sometimes only you, you have to go through the experience and you understand that what is letting go, what letting go that really, you know, that what you, you benefit, you know, from from giving in because sometimes our our sense of self that you know I am not going to give in I'm not going to let go actually the moment you know and then after a while then and also I learned to accept this person and it's just amazing after when I come to a place of I be able to accept this person as the person is Okay. In the past, this person used to annoy me so much because she liked to bombard me with all her ideas, you know. Some of these ideas is really airy-fairy, you know. Sometimes I used to say, please, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> and then, but when, when the moment I be able to accept her, that is actually the letting go the way she is. That after, since then, Actually, whatever she said doesn't bother me. Like, and then sometimes people complain to me, oh, this, you know, oh, she's really, she's really annoy me, you know, oh, she bombard me with that. Then I, I will tell the person, oh, what do you expect? She's just being her, you know. If she's not like that, it's no longer her. And then, and then I, I just, whatever she do, I just laugh. And, and, and because when you truly accepted, you know, accepting the person, don't, you don't expect her to be different. You don't, don't expect her to change. The same thing, you just, you know, the noise is there, the people annoying you, just accept the person. Uh, if people like the pitchy thing, you just accept that, oh, they're just being pitchy thing, you accept the way they are. So they give you relief, freedom, okay? Oh dear, uh, dear Venbahasapanya, sometimes when I meditate, a tune or a song appear, keeps playing in my mind. What do I do about it? I try to ignore it, but it keeps playing like a broken uh, record. So I try to overwrite it by using short chant. Okay. So meditation that I've already mentioned that you don't try to suppress or try to fight, try to get rid of it. The more you do that, actually you reinforce. So, so you can do, you can use that, um, you can use that um, breathing exercise. Actually, it, it will help. You know, when you have this song play, you know, the song appears, you know, and play in your mind. So you're breathing in you breathing in this 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 tune you know 
then you breathing out peace. So you make peace with that. It's okay, because if you fight, you reinforce. The more you try, and then because you try to do chanting, because you you try to use chanting to suppress that, it doesn't work. It's a similar to that lady that she tried to to, to to keep telling herself that you know water the plants and water the weeds. You know, it's the same thing that you try try to suppress it. It doesn't work. So sometimes it's 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 good that actually acceptance is letting go. You just okay. You embrace. You embrace that. You accept that. You make peace with that, and then it will go away. You make peace, it go away. So you just do the breathing exercise. Breathing in, the tune, breathing out peace. Breathing in, breathing out peace, and that will help. Okay. I like to set goals for my future. I find this conflicts with the stay in the present moment awareness. Is goals setting okay? Yeah, you can set goal, but but. The goal that you set that actually is more reasonable, okay? Don't 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 plan too far ahead, or or twenty years plan, or or fifteen years plan, or ten years. Uh, sometimes we do have to 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 set, a, you know, we do have sometimes to to set the goal, you know, so that you achieve. But the reasonable goal is not something that is. Really beyond, like for example, you don't you don't make a determination. I'm going to sit until you know, uh, you know, like 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 the Buddhas, you know, that I'm going to get enlightened now. So at least you you it a step, you know. Actually, it doesn't mean that you, it's just like just now already mentioned. Doesn't mean that you you cannot practice present moment awareness, you know. That you, you still can plan. So after you plan it, you put it aside. Okay. And not go on and on. What is hope? Does hope have a purpose? Is having hopefulness the same as having expectation? Yes, expe- yeah. Expectation actually is more like craving. You're looking for something, hoping for something, some you know, like craving. Wanting something happen, expecting, hoping something happen, and it's more like you know, looking into. You know, I hope that you know, I will uh, 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 expecting something in the future to happen. So does hope have have a purpose? No, because. You know, you you can hope for anything. You can wish for everything. You can expect everything, but whether it's going to fulfill, whether it's going to happen, no. Sometimes, like 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 the Buddha said, what we are now is what we have been. What we will be is now, and it's important what you do now. But is you can you can have you you can have this wishful thinking. Oh, I hope I will be this. I will be that. You know, it will not happen. But just a wishful thinking. You have to put in. You have to put in the causes. Then things will happen. It's not only expecting things happen, hoping things will happen. You know, turns out you know the way I want it to be. No, it won't. You know. So you have to you have to investigate. You have to change. You know, if you repeat the same thing. 
you will get the same result. You're not having a different result. So you are, you are not hoping life will change. Then you don't change the way of your, your attitude, the way of your, 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 the way you do things. You know, if you repeat the same action and then you hope that your life will change in the future, it's not going to change. So that's, a, that's why you're just hoping, expecting things will change in the future, will not change. If you want to change, you have a change in your future, you have to change now. So in this moment. So your future is not, you know, ahead of you waiting there to happen. Actually, it lies within this moment. So how you live your life, what you're going to do, how you live your life, what you're doing now is important. Okay? Is there a reason the mind keeps replaying conversation going over what I said and the mind trying to predict future conversation? What, what do I said comes back? Okay. So when, the, when you have replaying this conversation, so you just just aware that okay, this is this conversation is going around. You, you're aware of that, and then you just you just you know you just you just sometimes all this playing you know this the the it is more like an inner chatter. The inner chatter is that side you you are not not present. If you're present, you don't have the inner chatter. So the inner chatter sometimes normally inner chatter the Buddha said arise actually arises from thoughts, you know. From thoughts, it manifests into thinking, the thinking, the inner chatter. Then, then you repeatedly doing that, you become a habit. So that's why, that's why if, you're, you, if you're present, and you will not have that replay. But of course, sometimes you can't stop that, you know. Then sometimes it's good that if you have that, one of the methods you can do, you can go to stay, to go to do body contemplation. So reflect, you know, go, go into your body because, because it's very difficult, you can't stop it, you know. So you go back, you know, to do your body, sensation and feelings. Sometimes you can feel that when your mind going that, you know, again and again that's go on, actually you can feel that is some reaction that manifest into your body. Then you feel how you feel like when you're in the state of mind that with all this inner chatter going on, how, to, you know, for example, sometimes you, you, you feel it when you have anxieties. I feel, I, I noticed that in early days when I, have, when I, I feel nervous, I, I feel there's a tightness in my chest. Then I just focus on that and then it stops. So because sometimes, sometimes because you, sometimes, because you didn't notice that you didn't catch it, so you just keep following that. So sometimes it's good that you bring your mind back to your body, stay with your body, feeling and sensation. Then this is give you a break. Then you don't you give you a break. Then you don't follow that. You know into that 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 inner chatter, the conversation. So go back to your body and stay with your body, feeling and sensation, and this really help. Oh, what is the meaning of life? Okay. <laughs> I remember 
uh, but outsider, I think most of some of you might know. But outsider, he's a very famous monk um, from Burma. So someone asked him the same question: What is the meaning of life? He said, "There's no meaning at all." <laughs> this is his answer. So he says, "There's no meaning at all. Life has no meaning at all." This is his answer. So I give you his answer. <laughs> Actually, this is what he said. People ask him, what is the meaning of life? He said, life is no meaning. <laughs> this is what his answer. So, any more questions or comments? They finish. Any more questions or comments? Everybody tired? Huh? Yes. Yeah, we 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 have someone also have that like in in uh, I mean uh, our nun one of the nun also and it's okay but she need medication she have medication and it's help so that's why that's why we cannot just think meditation will solve everything so because many people have that and and some people terrible give people advice you know oh stop medication just meditate i said please don't don't give people such advice you know that to ask someone to stop the medication oh you know meditation help no you you meditation is is help but because meditation is more it's slow so but you need medication so it does help but but some people give that shouldn't give the kind of advice ask people to stop the medication oh just meditate meditation like like every yeah, you will help i said no you you have to have medication actually it's helped to really calm her down a lot and yeah Yes, yes. They say, they say, I'm, I'm really scared. Like some people give that kind of, and they think that they're expert. You know, <laughs> I heard, I heard, I heard people giving this kind of advice. You know, oh, oh meditation is good. No need to, no stop your medication. I said, please don't give this such, such advice. You know, you you need medication. It does help. Med- meditation help, and also uh, medication and meditation. <laughs> You need both, so you cannot you cannot give up medication. You have to have medication and meditation. It does help. So so I, I, so I told this person. I said, actually, don't have to feel that or ashamed or because I'm I have ADHD. I said it's just like people having diabetes. You know, people having high cholesterol. Same thing. I said it's just you know. But why you identify this is. Is something that is no good. I said no. It's just so. I, I told that. I told. I told this person. I said no. No, it's fine. You know, it's just like it's just like someone having you know high cholesterol and someone having high blood pressure, someone having diabetes. You know, then it's the same thing. You know, it's just a, the, the body, the way the body makeup is just like that. And you need medication. You need medication. Like you have diabetes, you need medication. You, you take you take medication. Or you have high high cholesterol, so you have to take medication. So actually, it's nothing to feel that you know, or that, that or I, I'm not a normal or something. It's just 
it's just like any other illness, you know, like any like like many people have diabetes, high cholesterol, you know, that's all. Then you you need medication, you need medication. So it's good. Yeah, I'm glad that that's helped you. Yeah. So any more? It's good for 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 sharing that. So any more questions or comments? No. Okay. No more questions or comments? Any more? No more? I just disagree. You said life is no meaning. Huh? I disagree with you. You said life is no meaning. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, this individual is okay. I, I agree with this agreement, okay? I, I agree with this agreement. Any, anything else? Oh, yeah. Um, when you talk about self-doubt, uh-huh. um, so the oh, is it working? Okay. Uh, about self-doubt, if uh-huh. you are doubting yourself, uh-huh. how can you overcome that? How can you come to have the faith that you talked about? Okay. Because the self that is all come from a lack of confidence in oneself, that's why it's important to to, to develop that. That's why one of the way is actually to to learn to to appreciate yourself. Like sometimes, sometimes we we tend not to appreciate ourselves, you know, and then to appreciate you know that our own qualities, and that is also help to develop your. You know your your self doubts because we have lack of the the, the the trust in ourselves, and and actually you can do this you know like a, a little practice like you know every day in the morning. You can you know first of all you develop like a, a gratitude is help because gratitude itself it helps you to to appreciate things much more. You know then this helps you to if you. This is how you start to appreciate, you know. And for example, like morning when you have your breakfast, so you just, you know, before before you eat, you just you just spend you just spend a few moments to reflect that the the food that you, the breakfast that you're going to to, to to eat that is you know come from all men all beings you know contribute towards that. So then you just being grateful for the food that you know that is you know. So many beings, you know, have contributed into this food. So we really appreciate and really grateful for all the beings, you know, all the sacrifice, all the beings, you know, in uh, contribute in the food. And then that is then that when when we when we have the gratitude, and then then we appreciating much more. Like if we have, don't have gratitude, we tend to take it for granted. If someone have no no gratitude. You know, even you have the best. You know, if you have the best of, you know, everything. You know, you have the whole world. It's still not good enough. But if you have the gratitude, even a sip of water, you feel so grateful. Ah, I'm so grateful. You give me that sip of water. But this is a way to actually is a condition your mind, train your mind to develop that uh, mental habitual pattern. And this is how you con- condition yourself, 
and also like for example and, and this little practice actually is help and to, to recondition yourself you know and for example like you know early in the morning you get up then you just you know just be grateful that you know I'm, I'm still healthy I'm still alive I'm still you know I'm still be able to, 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 to breathe you know and and then you really appreciate the fact that you know you're still you know I'm still living is a blessing and again you know I have another day wow you know then you then you fully make use of that and that is a, to to learn you know to to appreciate yourself much more and when you when 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 if you be able to appreciate yourself much more and then you won't that is a help too with the self doubts because it's come from lack of confidence in yourself and you don't trust yourself. So is that uh, make sense to you? Answer question. Okay. Any questions or comments? Any? Yeah. We say we come to have this life experience. It's just for the. It's for the experience rather than no meaning. Huh? We come to earth. Uh-huh. We come here to experience uh-huh. what we should experience. What uh-huh. we, <clears throat> we um, so purposes mm-hmm. to come here to experience. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> what you say is left and no meaning. Mm-hmm. So that's why I just don't get because these experiences that um, when we experience that we try to we, we, we will start to understand life life much more have more clarity and we be able to see what uh, causes us suffering and what leading us to you know suffering and then of course when you when when you practice when you go deeper and because sometimes it's very difficult for me to go to explain deeper and of course, uh, if you want, to, if you if if you know that's individual is different how how you interpret life. You know, of course, you know for some people think that life that you know a, a meaningful life that is is that you be able to give, you know, be able to share that is very meaningful, and it's it's fine, you know, and 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 that is a, 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 a be able to. To, to share is quite meaningful. Be able to give is meaningful. And at least you'll be able to, to help others is meaningful. And so actually, it's just like, you know, like individuals, you know, perception or understanding is different. So I'm not like imposed on others that, you know, you, you have to see things this way, you know. For example, like, like by outside though, because it's like more, that his level, that his seating is different from, you know, from um, normal people because he's, he's more, you know, that he get he, he his seating is a more deeper level. Yeah. So that means I'm just saying that how he said it. But of course, dif- different people have different definition of what is the meaning of life. Yeah, so, I don't think um, challenges. Yeah, it's suffering. Yeah, I just think. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think we should judge any challenges. Yeah. It's a suffering. It's just pure experience. You can experience easy. You can experience hard. 
Yeah. Doesn't mean it's a suffering. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, but when we said that, you know, back when we said that, you know, uh, uh, it's just like what, when 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 the Buddha's teaching of when we talk about when we talk about suffering, actually, it doesn't mean that we we have to suffer. When when we understand what causes the suffering, then we don't suffer. Actually, there is a way out. You know, it's not teaching the end of suffering. If we sometimes we because we don't understand that we tend to identify our experience. You know, you know, uh, because sometimes when there is a challenges, we think that you know, uh, uh, we things have to go on. Things have to go the way we want it to be, and then things don't go the way we want it to be, or we think that it's wrong, then it causes us suffering. Then when you understand that experience is just experience, you know, then that you, you release your suffering. So that is actually, we, we, when we talk about that, actually we, 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 we try, we are not, Try to get rid of suffering. We're not, you know, but we try to understand why sometimes people suffer because of we don't understand suffering. So when we understand that whatever happened, you know, like like how people identify whenever the the, the this moment, for example, they feel emotional or. Or, or, or they experience some anxieties, then they identify rather than they just, they just know that, okay, this is how I feel. This is what I experience this moment. But you don't identify this as me. I'm, I'm bad. I'm terrible. I'm, I, I shouldn't have depression. I shouldn't anxieties, you know. It's, it's that, that you don't identify with that, you know. You just see as as an experience, so that's why when we said that, when we said that, you know, suffering, and we are not said you have to suffer, and we said that you like you know like like oh everything suffering no it's just that it's just that sometimes we suffer we don't know that actually we we don't understand suffering then actually we create more suffering for ourselves. Like there is no good or bad experience. So every single experience is a, an opportunity to grow. You know. That's the life purpose, isn't it? That's the meaning of life. Yeah. So this, this, I, I'm trying to say that everybody is different how you, you know, because different level, they have different level of seeing things, they understand what I mean. When I said that, when I said this great monk, he said that because he level is... Most people not that level yet, you know what I mean. You know, but some people, like this is some people like you know if you you know feel great, you be able to help, be to give, you know, and it's wonderful. It's not that it's bad, but sometimes you have to understand you're not that level yet, you know. And some people feel that it's a great opportunity to be able to give, you know. They find that it's very meaningful, be able to give, you know. So they say it's 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 not that whether it's right or wrong and it's just that different people have different way of uh, interpretation how they define things so on a different level so it's okay. nothing it's not means from sole purposes you have uh. been this life experience no meaning at all is that what you mean <laughs> yeah. because from life purposes you say it's no meaning yeah. from sole purposes you say it's no meaning 
Yeah, because sometimes that because of we, we misinterpret the sense of self, you know, we misinterpret that, you know, that is, that is, that is, a, that is, when, when, when the Buddha's teaching of non-self, and it's not that you are not here, but we identify, you know, every experience that, you know, that is fixed, I can, is under control, and, but actually, all our experiences is coming and going. There's not a, something that you can control. You can make it stay. So that is that. That's right. That because of people misunderstanding that I can control, I can make things stay. I can make things the way I want it to be. But rather, to this experience that okay, this is how things okay. It just come and go. And then this is how you free yourself. That you no longer actually. That is that because of the sense of self that 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 ego. You know. That we misinterpret, we misunderstand. You know, that's why the more you try to control, rather to see things as okay. You know, like you understand that everything is just come and go. When you see that, and especially when you see that, oh, you know, and you you feel free because you know that you know that actually you cannot control. You know, that's beyond your control. Things just happen is where it is, you know. Then you become more at ease and at peace with things. And okay, just the way the, the things is, you know. So I don't know whether that's... Uh... Uh, uh, I love things you sort of fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people think that, you know, when we talk about non-self, oh, where am I? I who am? Actually, when we said that non-self, that means that because sometimes we think that we, we, we try to control, we try to make things away, you know, and, and, and like for example, we cannot control that we grow old, we cannot control that, you know, that is part. That if that, 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 when the Buddha said, when that is a cell that you can control, so, but because of we misinterpret that that is a cell, that that's why the more we try to control, the more we try to, you know, and then we got upset, we get angry when things not go our way, rather than just okay, you know, you know, like for example, like like things don't go the way, you know, the way we expected to be. Actually, it's, it's normal, you know, and because what we, we, what we expect to happen in the future is come from our previous experience, then we expect this happen. But then if things happen not according, not, uh, you know, our way, you know, we expect it to be, and then actually we learn something new. Oh, you need something new because, of course, this something because what we what we predict, what we what we project to the future that's going to happen is based on what we know. So when things happen that what we don't know, is not wrong. It's just like there's no good or bad experience and no right or wrong decision, because things happen according to multiple causes and conditions. So some part, yes, we can control. Some part is beyond our control. So it's okay. No, things don't go our way. It's normal. If things go our way, bonus. And this is how we free ourselves. And we do less. Because we understand that what are the things that, some of the things is beyond our control. Some of the things that we can control. You know, then we, we can see that we have very little control over things. And this is where we become more at ease and at peace. We understand, the more we understand this is part of life, then the more 
we, we become more relieved, you know. This thing of Buddha will agree with you that life is no meaning. Hmm? This thing of Buddha will agree with you that statement. If the Buddha thinks that life is, uh, if no. it's the meaning, he, he will not get enlightened, okay? <laughs> Because when you get enlightened, you're not coming back. You're not coming back anymore. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. Sometimes people are just not ready. You want to come back, fine, isn't it? It's, 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 it's really it's not good or bad or right or wrong. It's just, and, and he's had enough, so he thinks that's like, like, like those enlightened beings, he said they have enough. They don't want to come back. It's fine. If they think there is no meaning, they don't want to come back. It's fine. But you think that life got meaning, you want to come back. Fine too, <laughs> isn't it? it? It's nothing wrong with that. You know, it, it's that, you know you have enough. You don't want to come back. Fine, isn't it? But you don't have enough. You want to come back. Fine too. <laughs> I'm just wondering because to me, I understand it's yeah. like experience, you just like feeling it, mm. your body feels it, you get the experience. Yeah. Since you had enough, yeah. you go for the next step, you yeah. go the next one, next one, <laughs> you had enough, and then you leave the earth, you go to the other place. Because it's endless, yeah, yeah. endless growing. Yeah. So that's why we come to the earth. Yeah. It's fine, wonderful. If you feel that way, fine. It's good. It's okay. You know, it's just like we. I, 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 I just like it's okay up to individual. You, you're right too. You know, uh, so, but also I do also right. So you're also right. <laughs> no, I mean it's just the individual. You know, definition individual is just different. You know, so we just okay if someone you, you you think that life is wonderful, experience is wonderful, then it's wonderful. You know, it's just as long as what makes you happy, then it's fine. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Huh? There was one quote in the book. Life has no meaning. Meaning, but the one you give it. Yeah, you give it. yeah. It depends on how you gave it. You know, yeah, it's true. That's why like, you know. Actually, the meaning is come from how you interpret your life, how you give the meaning to to your life. Is is you know. Uh, so now you got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> woo, woo. <laughs> Thank you. Sometimes I, I'm happy. Like I, I'm not afraid of people challenge me because sometimes people when I'm happy that you challenge because you make me learn, you make me think. You sometimes you don't think. You know. Sometimes oh, you know, I never thought of that. You know. Then someone oh, someone asked me oh yeah, it's interesting. Good questions. Oh, and make me think. Oh, thank you for asking that anyway. Thank you. <laughs> and it's good. It's good. I mean, sometimes it's good that you know, you know, to challenge. You know, and then I, I like that because I find that you learn more. You, you learn more, and then and sometimes it's good. Especially, it's okay that you know people disagree with me. I like it. <laughs> no, if not, if not, you you absolutely deluded. You know, you, and then you think that you know everything. You know, it's true. You know, if you think that you know, people disagree with you, then it's good. <laughs> and uh, thank you for your your questions. Yeah, yeah. I learned from you is your kindness and your calm. Mm-hmm. That's how I learned from that. Okay, thank you. Okay. Okay, thank you, thank you. Good night.